Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask him to stop, he'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth. They plead the fifth, and now I'm coming back from one. Ring, ring, really big ring. Basquiat with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the coach kings. Welcome back to Culture Kings. Wow. Welcome back. Welcome back. Because do you think the fans have appreciated the wild special episodes we've been doing in a row at this point? I, I hope so, man. I don't know if they've caught on. Because uh, yeah. like everything we do, we, we, we don't announce it. We don't announce it. Actually, not <laughs> we, even to our producers. Not yeah. even to our producers. We're just like, hey, a full band is here. Let's see what's about to happen. <laughs> uh, they love us here, guys. They love us here at iHeartRadio. <laughs> DJ Dan, we're making him earn his money working with the Culture Kings. We back, y'all. What's up, Edgar? Chilling, chilling. I, I, I'm very excited for this. A, a little quick background. Uh, I went to go see the internet. Uh, uh, Sid, uh, Sid, just Sid. I almost called her Sid the Dude, her old name from Odd Future. Just Sid now. Mm-hmm. Uh, her band. And I was at the bar, and there was someone seated a couple of seats down from, the, uh, from me and my friend Alejandro. And this was a very fashionable nigga. Like, this dude was like, once I saw him, I was like, there's something about this dude because he was, like, very fashionably dressed. And then he just sparked a conversation with us. And he's like, hey, are you guys going to the concert? And we're like, yeah, we're going to the concert. And he's like, I'm a musician. And then, like, you know, I, I'm like, all right, I'm going to check out your shit. And I listened to his shit. And I was like, holy fuck, this dude is fucking tight. Loving it. I got to get it. this dude up on Culture Kings. We got him. We got him. We got he him. He's here. Got uh, uh, that serendipitous meeting turned into a, a, an amazing performance for your guys' ears. Guys, without further ado, please, let's listen to some tunes from Crease. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, we're going to start off with uh, a song called Get Up, and then my single that's out now, Belong. And uh, here we go. To get you to do something else, my friend I said it would be there until the end I just didn't know the end would be right there Who knew you'd be sitting on this stupid lie And if back then we knew what was It wouldn't matter because stupid is as stupid does Get up, I really want you to get up, no matter what you do. Get up, get up, get up, yeah. Get up, I really want you to get up, no matter what you do. Get up, get up, get up, hey. Just get on up right now. Down in those bars, my friend. All the running didn't take you off the phone, my friend. Mm-hmm. But 
that don't mean it's time for you to give it a hand. Oh, I just remember who you were back then. And if you fall back, get up again, again and again. And if back then we knew what was, because stupid is as stupid does. Get up, really want you to get up, no matter what to do. Get up, get up, get up, yeah, yeah. Get up, really want you to get up, get up, get up, get up. Thank you. So uh, that was Get Up off of my soon coming album. And um, this next song is Belong. It's out now. And uh, we're doing the acoustic versions of these songs right now. So, you know, just to accommodate for the space we're in. Thank you. Thank you. We are in a very tiny room, so we'd like to thank you for that. <laughs> Absolutely. And thank, thank, thank you for having us here, by the way. This song is about essentially showing up and being yourself even when you don't feel like you belong and they don't want you there. You're still gonna do it anyway. <laughs> Like you don't see me, baby. Don't act like you don't see me. I know you do. Yeah. Uh, I know you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I ain't gonna lie, ooh, I ain't gonna act like that. I ain't gonna be right back. No, no, guy. Mm. I tell you one more time, I don't belong in this world. I don't belong in this world. I'm dumb alone in as well. No, 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 no. I'm dumb alone in this world. I'm dumb alone in this world. I'm dumb alone in this world. No, 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 no. I'm trying to find out if you really got time to be right here telling me shit like this. I know you don't step back and lie. You do now. Yeah, uh, I ain't gonna be here for too long, you know I'm grown I got the whole damn song, so don't act like I'm taking too long Yeah, yeah, because I know I'm wrong uh, Check it, what you gonna do? Oh, you, you ain't gonna do nothing 
I know you really want to after all Whoa, 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 whoa I, I don't belong in this world I don't belong in this world I don't belong in this world No, 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 no so much uh man just shout out to my band here uh you know david hobbs here rocking on the guitar yes, yes, and yes. uh clap, we got claps. cb who, on the vocals <laughs> vocal claps, claps, claps. Well, i call my vocal backbone and you know couldn't do it without him hell yeah, uh, man. yeah that well, was a, uh that was beautiful have guys. a seat guys have a seat guys yeah, yeah. Can. have a seat absolutely uh Corice, everybody yeah. Reese. Wow. I'm pronouncing that right. Correct? Yeah, you're pronouncing it right. Shaquise yeah. and Corice. Shaquise and Corice. That's should do a little I, road show. That's why. I, that's why I could pronounce it right. Yeah, that's half my name. Uh, <laughs> I feel like um, going back to how we met. Right, we met at that bar across the street from the Palladium. Yeah. Oh, what is that bar called? I forgot. I don't even remember. But um, what is it? Blue. It wasn't Blue Palm. Yeah, it, it was, was uh it was the one that's street. like on a side street right next to the place. It's really sleek, sexy bar. Yeah, it's only a door. There's not even a sign out front. Yeah. But um tweet at us if you know the yeah, name. Yeah, if you know the name of this bar, tweet at us. If you know what I ordered that <laughs> night, tweet at me as well so I know that you're stalking me. <laughs> um but real talk, you know, you run into people all the time and they say, you know, I do this, I do that. And then, you know, you're you're down. I'm always I'll always follow somebody. It's my biggest my biggest weakness. I'll be like, I'll follow you. But then you go and you listen and like It'll be a song from like eight years ago, and they only did one song. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. Like they like right. So I was so not only relieved but blown away when I went and I looked you up, and I was like, "This nigga's like deep in it. Like he's deep in the music game. Like you know." So like talk about how you ended up in that spot because like again, a lot of people come out here to chase dreams, and they kind of like delineate away from that. Like they end up bartending or you know waiting tables or you know doing a podcast. So yeah. like how uh, how did you like you know get so deep in the music game? Yeah, well, again, thanks for having me here. And shout out to the person who has a song that they did eight years ago, because it's hard out here. You know what I mean? It's hard out <laughs> here. It's hard out here. Yeah, I totally true. get it. It's hard it. to put something on wax. It's, it, it really is. And so even if you did one song, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, but I have a <laughs> now, few. fuck that person. <laughs> but I have, I have a few out there in the world. And I was just on Facebook not too long ago, and it reminded me of this track I did like five years ago. Mm-hmm. And that sort of began my re-entry into music um i spent a lot of time in the film space and uh yeah i worked for film studios and i did that whole thing for a while and worked in media and produced and directed some things and 
I, you know, it's almost like, you you know, that movie Jumanji where, like, you know, the closer you got to, like, opening the game, the louder it got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of how it was for music with me. You know, the the closer I got to what I, I think, you know, is my destiny of creating music, yeah. uh, the louder it got for me. I just couldn't ignore it. And I had a really, really dope job with a really dope director. And... I wasn't happy and I, I wasn't performing it as best I possibly could. Yeah. I don't know if you've, you've been there where you just, yeah, you're, your heart's self, just not in it and you're almost robotically going through the self sabotage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and once that job was over, uh, I was fired, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> um, they could tell. Yeah. They, they, like, they, his heart's not in it. We could tell this nigga's heart ain't in it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh huh. And um, I remember driving uh, on the 101 that day and was just like smiling. I should have been really sad that like yeah, yeah. I was leaving this very important post, but I was driving home and like the first thing I wanted to do was just like work on music. And I was here in LA at the time and I decided to move back to New York. Oh wow. And um and I was sort of on the journey. This was uh what uh, 2016 when I moved back to New York and um I was like, all right, if I'm moving back to New York, it's one hundred percent music, nothing else. Yeah, and I did the thing that I didn't. Well, I didn't know I was gonna do this, but I was, you know, I was, I was a nigga couch surfing and yeah. had no money, nothing, but all I was doing recording and making music every wow. single day and making art with whoever would 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 make music with me. Wow, and 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 create with me, and it got me to some wonderful places. It got me to making an album. Yeah. You know, uh, it there was a lot of sacrifice. There was a lot of side eyes. There was a lot oh, yeah. of conversations with my parents. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, not that I need their permission or validation, but I communicate with my parents. So they're yeah. like curious, like, so what? You know, I had to say a couple times, like, no, I'm not going to work at a bank. Um, <laughs> and uh, please trust me. Yes. And I think asking that, was, they were like, okay, all right, we're going to trust you. And so uh, I I did a show uh, a couple of years ago, it was a Juneteenth show. Okay. Uh, you know, very woke. You know, it was a Juneteenth <laughs> show, and I was on the bill with this guy named Snake Child, who who ended up producing my whole album. But we met that day, we vibed, and um, fast forward, maybe like a month later. You know how you meet people and you don't always follow up. Yeah. I I didn't follow up with him, and I I'm and I and I and I say that because I usually follow up with everybody. For some reason, I didn't. He followed up with me, and I had a show at SOBs in New York. That And before the show, before sound check, he goes, hey, uh, you want to cut a record? He was at this guy named Proper Villain's house, another producer, dope producer. And I was like, well, I got sound check, but I had just finished reading this L.A. Reid book on how Whitney Houston did I'm Your Baby Tonight in like 30 minutes because she just wanted to get something to wear for Bobby Brown, who was coming in town. I was like, well, I want to I'm Your Baby Tonight moment. So I challenged <laughs> myself. I was like, I'm going to re- cut this record before sound check and go didn't think anything of it honestly and um at four o'clock that morning i got home and i was like wow we created something really special and then from there we had a relationship and i went to his spot in um in jersey uh every montclair new jersey every week until Mm. we you know for like eight hours until we finished the record that's That's so that's so dope man uh i want to talk just like music music inspiration because it Mm -hmm. Usually, from what I'm hearing, like you've always done music, but you kind of went away from it, right? Yes. yes. And and usually, what you'll hear from a lot of people who go on to make an album, 
Uh, it is something that they have done continuously or nonstop since they knew, like, oh, I want to make music. Yeah. Uh, where, in your case, like, it's always been in you, but it, it sounds like you were just like, you know what? I need to focus on this, and you went hard into it, right? Uh, what, like, outside of just, you know, being fired from your job and not being happy, what inspired you to say, you know what? I'm done with that. This is what I'm supposed to do, as opposed to earlier on when you were like, uh, maybe, maybe not, maybe I'll do this, maybe I'll do music instead, things like that. Well, before I made the choice to really sort of follow that passion of of music again, because you were you were right. I I actually studied music growing up. I I when I was a kid, I my family thought I was gonna be like the next little usher. I had a manager. I was in studio. Oh and, wow! You know, so that was my life up until I rebelled and went to film school. And um, that's so weird that you rebelled going from one art to the I know, other right? art. Because you usually <laughs> right. like rebel, being like, I'm not gonna be a doctor. But it's like, now nah, I don't want to be the next usher. I'm gonna be the next Spike Lee. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, and um. And I, one of my good friends was a photographer, Lamont Hamilton. Uh, we met m- sort of making photographs together in Chicago. I lived in Chicago at one point, too. And um, I wasn't creating anything. He came to visit me, I think, in L.A. Or wherever he would visit me for, like, a number of years, I was just kind of, like, I guess kind of creatively depressed. Mm. And wasn't making anything. He went out and bought me an expensive camera, and I still didn't. You know what I mean? He's wow. like, this is, this is yours. You know, because he didn't sort of know about the music aspect, but he was just like, anything, create something. Like, yeah. you just have. He just saw you at a stopping you. point. You know what yeah. I mean? And so uh, that was kind of a, a wake-up call. It was kind of like a creative intervention where he, where if a friend buys you an expensive camera yeah. <laughs> and, like, tells you, hey, I know you can do this, then that got me to thinking, and um, I – Started to slowly work on things at home, and I and I knew that I got just move inertia is important, right? So I knew mm-hmm. I needed some movement. A friend of mine from college who played the bass, he would just come over to my place on a random Saturday, and we would just kind of like sing. And actually, I ended up covering this song by Vic Mensa, "Down on My Luck," which is mm. uh, you know you can find it out. It's it's uh, you know anywhere, and um, I ended up putting that song out. But I started sort of practicing with that song. Uh, with with him, right? So it's just funny how these things kind of, you know, um, stack on top of each other. And so that, and then I moved back to New York and I was just like, you know, 2016, I was just like, okay, I, I really, I, I'm here, I'm not doing anything else. And I think I did this show called Queer, this Queer Abstract, the homegirl, Shanna Matesky, puts on this showcase called Queer Abstract. She was like, oh, I... I heard through the grapevine that you're kind of getting back into music and performing, mm-hmm. and um, you should do a queer abstract. And I had no music. I had no nothing but just, like, the desire. But this was me sort of stepping into it and moving back into New York. So, like, the universe was like, all right, well, here shot. you go, yeah. here you go. And I went to a bar maybe that night with a friend of mine who played the guitar. Didn't think of this at all, but I was just like, oh, you know, she asked me to do the show. I don't know. I don't have any songs. He was like, well, if you want to do it, I'll play guitar for you. I was like, oh, okay shit like you know what I mean? it's like i can't you know i couldn't like you gonna do this <laughs> yeah i couldn't run from it at all yeah and then from that moment on my life just changed like i'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it now mm-hmm. because my life changed so much because mm-hmm. it, it was like all right it was a, just a cascade of creativity and art from that point on specifically music and then everything else that i'd done like film and photo- photography and everything else sort of 
came into play, right? Because I'm thinking about my videos. I'm thinking about, you know, what am I sharing with the world? How am I telling stories, not only with music, but visually? And so that's kind of what happened. Yeah. So we all kind of understand that, like, you know, New York is where you go to make art, right? And LA is where you go to sell it. So, like, mm. what is what is that music scene over, like, in New York? Because, I mean, I know some of the names and stuff. I have a boy out there who does music, but I've never – I can only understand it from comedy-wise. And comedy-wise, like, New York is where you go to, like, work on your craft and like get really good at it, get really strong in it. And then when you're ready to, like, you know, do pilot season or staffing season or whatever, you come out to L.A. So is it kind of like that with music as well? Well, yeah, I, I guess so. I honestly didn't really know that. <laughs> I did that, but thank you. I guess I, I, I did it in that way. Uh, but I, I went back to New York to work on my craft because I'm a part of a music music collective called Hands International. Okay. And um, so I knew that I had a, a base I could at least be featured on, you yeah. know what I mean, yeah. on their songs or, like, sing on, on their beats. You know what I mean? I knew that's kind of how I would – get kind of my recording chops and my performing chops up and mm-hmm. and um and so the scene in New York is very much it will tell you what you need to work on. You wow. know what I mean? <laughs> and uh and in the way that LA will kinda I think if you like if you have a little something and you know you just show up and do it, people are, you know, will kinda clap their hands and, yeah. and be happy that, that they that they experienced it. But you know, in New York is one of those places where like you get booed you know, I've had the sound cut off on me in the middle of a performance. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. Uh, I would be salty as Shout fuck. out to Harlem Nights. Uh, <laughs> he named them. He named them. Absolutely. Harlem be on that shit. They got that shit from, like, the Apollo, man. It was like, man, Apollo, dude, we cutting your ass off, too. Yeah, yeah but you really learn how to get it together. Yeah. Wow. There. And, but living here in L.A. and then going back to New York, I understood what I needed to bring back here as a kid. Yeah. Goddamn. I still get. We need to implement that when niggas just on some whack shit, just cut their mic off. Just cut their mic off. Yeah, <laughs> you I mean, done on hey. our podcast today. <laughs> yeah, you done mute. Uh, all right, I got something I want to ask you, but I'm gonna ask you too. Right now, cool break. We back, everybody, with the homeboy, musical artist Corice. Uh, good. Yeah, dude. It, first, I love that we. Pretty much opened the episode with two dope ass songs. Yeah. Facts. Normally, what we do is we, when we've had people play any type of their art here on the show, we'll talk to them and then they'll get into it. Uh, so it's dope to like hear your art and then like get to know you from there. Uh, you say you went to film school. Yep. So you have a, and music is performing as well, but you have a, you have that side still in you. You still have that side. Uh, to you, do you like performing over just recording? Or I mean, everybody likes recording, but I'll mm-hmm. hear artists say, "Yeah, man, I love music, but I love fucking performing my music, uh, live." And like, there are some people who who you couldn't pay them a million dollars to yeah, perform. Like yeah. it's like I like being in the studio, I like making it a whole thing, right? And that's the end of it, right? So where 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 are you at on that spectrum? I. You know, okay, so this is a good question because I recorded last night and it was actually kind of, it was a lot. I had a busy day and yeah. sometimes as a as a singer, like, I forget that my body is an instrument and yeah. that I yep. have to take care of it and, like, yep. it, it doesn't move like my legs, you know what I mean? I mm-hmm. can't just be like, 
I'm gonna keep walking even though I shouldn't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like my voice just is like, nah, you, you, you need to you need to sleep. You yeah. know? And <laughs> and so it was one of those things where like the studios was really it was really hard last night. And sometimes it's not, but it was really hard last night. But I think between the two, I would say I like performing more because of the preparation that it takes to perform by the time i get there it's just nothing but joy and fun and you know just kind of free creativity on top of what we've already kind of you know put down as a foundation of possibilities right i mean you so listen you know sometimes i do concerts at home Uh, here we go here we go me too i I do as well here we go but i don't have the talent that you have right so <laughs> like sure. whenever I, I don't but whenever like i'm like thinking like man if i did have that talent you know what i would love i would love creating music videos because my brain is of the performing uh filmmaking brain right so i like that i i envision like man i would make this dope ass fucking video for this song or i would just put out an album just to almost eliminate it, just to have fucking like a visual okay. side to it. Yeah, uh, that's so wild because I'm like, again, I think of myself as not a performer type, but I think of you as a performer type. So to uh, imagine that you're planning a video when I'm sitting and chilling, I fantasize <laughs> about putting on a concert. Really? Yeah, because like on the way on the way uh, to UCB earlier, I was walking, I was listening to 808 to Heartbreak, and I was like, man, if I was cool enough, I would do an 808 to uh, heartbreak concert of me and my friends doing yeah. that whole album. That would be dope. And like that's what I imagined in my head. Like I don't think. That's weird, because I think of you as a performer. Yeah. No, I, I think of like, man, how could I, this would be so dope to visually present. Well, I guess we fantasize about what we don't do already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But you kind of have the best of both worlds. Yeah, you could, you could, you could do, you just <laughs> you like do. looking at us like, yeah, I could do both, bro, whatever I want. Because <laughs> right. I heard you say you, you, you have videos out too. Yes. Um, what, what type of control are you looking for? Over, do you have all control over the artistic side of that video? Are you tired of the creating these videos? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, when I left, when I when I sort of left the film space, I was done with it. I was Ooh. just like, I'm okay. not doing anything really. I'm just going to sing and that's it. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. I called a homie of mine from college because I was working with a live band. And because I have a musical background and foundation i understand what i didn't know anymore Mm. and so i had to call somebody who was sort of actively working with it and sort of thinking about musical terms and just way to articulate myself in a way that won't make me look crazy in front of this you know five-piece band and so i called him and one of the things he had told me on top of giving me some great advice on communicating with the band he was just like hey by the way i know this is coming from nowhere but like don't let go of the video stuff i feel like that's will be an important thing for you to kind of let go. And it really kind of messed up what I thought my narrative was going to be. You know what I mean? <laughs> and because it got in my brain and I couldn't unknow that. Yeah. And so I, maybe a year after that or sometime after that, I directed my first musical short. Oh, wow. And uh, called Between Something and Nothing. And uh, I couldn't, I couldn't really let it go. It, it was, I, I, I just, I really had a story that I wanted to tell and I felt like I could do it, you know, yeah, along yeah. with, of, of course, a team of people. Shout out to Fletcher Wolf, who, you know, beautiful director, photographer, Micheline Thomas, who produced on the project and uh, so many other folks. And um, I, I, so I did that. I think, you know, being, I don't feel like I needed, I need to be in control of anything. I just right. need it to happen. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so until I feel like I, I'm in a space where I'm like, I can, you know, uh, call such and such to direct something for me and they, and I have the budget to pay them, uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to kind of, you know, roll up my sleeves and do it myself because I can and I know that I can do it well. Yeah, right. very true. Very true. I love that, man. So um, another thing, and uh, maybe I'm just harping on New York because I miss it so much, but... Uh, I want to, uh, yeah, man. It's just like when I was over there last summer, I was like, man, I wish I had gotten the opportunity to do it as an adult, because you know I never got to do it as an adult. Mm-hmm. I, I left when I was like fourteen. Yeah. But something that I think about a lot is uh, in New York. It seems that like the scene is very incestuous in terms of all the things are together, right? I, I've been following this uh, this nigga Terrence Nance, N- Terrence Nance's career, mm-hmm. and he does it all. Like he does music, he does film, he does t- like he and everyone does all of it together. Uh, what is that like over there? And then how do you feel like that translated over here where I don't fuck with any music niggas? Like, you probably one of the two, three music niggas that I know. I stick to comedy. Like, everyone I know also does comedy. So what was that transition like from going to, like, this area where all art fucks with each other and it's kind of in the same space to over here where it's like, all right, I guess I'm music people now. And, like, I don't really know filmmakers or comedians or anything like that. I've I've always just been really into I've been always been very mixy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Since I was a kid. I was like the teenager that would like I just had so much freedom. I didn't even know why when I was a kid. I, I could just like go and be gone all day and like I'll be like playing my guitar and like hanging out with some thirty five year olds, you know, just talking about life. You know all what right, I mean? So I mean, I've always kind of been You that. have to look into that later, my man. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to ask yourself some dark questions. I, I, <laughs> I, I know. I, I I made it all, all right though. <laughs> Um, and even when I was in college, I remember, like, I went to DePaul University, but I, and, and, and you know, if you know anything about Chicago, all of these universities you are just, just kind of, like, You just lit up Jaquise's whole mind. Ah. I'm from Chicago. Oh, snap. <laughs> we got it. We got I went to, to Columbia. So, oh, you, so I was going to say, yeah. I spent a lot of time with the Columbia kids because yeah. I was just like, I'm not going to not be with these amazing creative people. Yeah. Um, and stuck in this sort of liberal arts space. Right. Yeah. Um, and so... I I feel like, you know, in terms of like musicians, it wasn't hard for me to connect with them mm-hmm. because I never really let go of those kind of friendships and relationships. Right. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, it, it is. Yeah. Like, you know, same with Edgar. I, I grew up doing theater or like college doing theater. So you hang out with a lot of theater. I hung out with a lot of theater people, and, and which is weird because we're acting. But we didn't hang out with as many like filmmakers. Yeah, uh, yeah. Same thing my college. Them and theater kids no didn't sense. fuck with us. Yeah, and it made <laughs> no sense to me. And like so, like toward the end of my college career, and to when I started doing, uh, you know, got out of college and started just doing like professional shows. It's like I need. I f- I feel like this is gonna be something important later down the road. Like this is this is too close for me not to at least try to have some relationship with somebody who identifies as a filmmaker uh, or just does acting on camera or things like that, which is where I met Echo, Echo Kellum, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a good, well, a friend of ours from the UCB world out here. Uh, Because, you know, nobody knew that nigga in Chicago. Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. And now he's blown up out here. But, you know, but thinking back, this nigga was doing the work. He was doing the work and he was staying in contact with people, right? Man, that's that's one thing that I wish somebody would tell younger, told me more of. Like get messy, that, get messy. Yeah, yeah, get messy, meet more people, 
uh, don't just stay in your lane. Yeah, and when you're young, and you know, not that you can't do it when you're older, but it's a lot harder because yeah. when you're young, I always tell people, it's like, do as much as you possibly can. Overwhelm yeah. yourself. Learn. Mm-hmm. Because, because then when you're older, you really learn what your capacity is. You learn what you should and shouldn't be doing, what you really don't want to be doing. You know what I mean? And like, kind of, it fits more so into like a potential trajectory of purpose. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't want to say like limiting things, your actual trajectory, actual purpose, because I think, you know, we should all, I think, remain open and yeah. free and, and things that even as we grow older. But I think if you kind of overload yourself when you're young, your brain, I think, is really happy about that. Yeah. It can yeah. handle it, at that point. It, it can handle it at that point. Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you about something else, but okay. I'm going to do that. Ask me whatever you want. Ask the break. So, Carice, we are back with Bruce over here on Culture Kings, and you got an album coming out. About the genesis of is this your third album or your second album? No, this is my first album. Okay, because yeah. the last one was a record. The last one was yeah. yeah. This is, last one was an EP between yeah. something and nothing, which I I put out because I really wanted to. It was it was just two tracks, but it, but it went along with this eight minute and eleven second video. Um, you got it down to the second. <laughs> yeah. Someone just did their festival submissions. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but I really wanted to put something that sort of. I, I think it's important to kind of share people with your journey as soon as possible. And I knew that that was a, an important part of my journey. Mm-hmm. So How old are you? 31. Mind, 34? One. No, one. 31? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and the only reason I ask that is because... Like you, I I feel like I feel the energy of like a mid twenty year old from you, I which is a, a compliment. Lot. Yeah, I get that a I'm lot. not because like I'm I'm thirty two, and like sometimes you'll have. Why that. you say it to him like you so much older than him? Well, no, I'm saying I'm, like I'm, I'm the same age. Thir- I'm thirty two. I'm thirty two, <laughs> and my bones hurt. So listen to there, me, young man. There's, there's, a, there's a faction of us who like, but you you feel like yeah. Sometimes there's you a youthful energy to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate that. I'm I am very much a man child. So. Yeah, what was like the genesis of this album? Like, I mean, if you can say, what is the title of it, and what kind of led you to being like, I want to release this piece of art? Is it just a series of songs, or is there like an idea behind it? Yeah. So uh, the album, it, but like the like the single that's out now, belong. Mm-hmm. The album is belong, and um, it is wow. It's it's really about sharing. You know the the term wearing your emotions on your sleeve, and, mm-hmm. it, and it's and it. I spend a lot of time in the kind of relationship space. You know what I mean? Like a lot of us who have been in relationships and kind are of. Are you a serial dater? Are you serial monogamous? Well, so I was a serial monogamous for a while, mm-hmm. and I stopped being one when I started making this record. Uh, I guess in order to make the record, you just yes. had to fuck. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I want to write like, these lyrics, but man, I can't fuck and not write lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I didn't even really make time to to do that when I was when I was working on this. And mm-hmm. like now, I'm trying to get back out here, and I feel like I'm making all kinds of mistakes. Like this, right? I'm just like, you just did a whole album about. This. Didn't you learn anything? Like, yeah, man. I feel like val- I'm about to spend Valentine's Day with an ex. Like. <laughs> <laughs> 
we can stop you. Let's not, like, you know, if you want to join me and Anna at our craft dinner, you come do that instead of coming and yeah, go spend you, it with I mean, if you want to come see Cinderella with me and my fiance, you can come do that. Like, don't you, you, know don't you spend it with your wife. That's a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so a part of the album is about all of these sort of things that I feel like I learned, but also all these contradictions, like spending Valentine's Day with my ex. Uh, right. <laughs> and, and really being honest about that but saying this is kind of how i felt and then the song that i sang today get up that's a that's that's on the album Mm -hmm. and um i'm sharing things that i think in other art that i haven't necessarily talked about um i that song was really just about you know i really try to make it plain for people but like getting up when you are in certain situations um like i have a brother in prison and my actually my brother and my dad are both Wow, and so it's something I spend a lot of time thinking about. I, 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 I used to be a, a sort of on the ground activist, but then there was a point I think after Ferguson for me where I had to just focus on my own survival. Mm. Um, I I had nothing left really to give in a big way to the cause or the wow. causes. Um, not not that I don't think they're important. I just know that. There are people who are out there actively, you know, you know, on the front lines, in communities, writing books or whatever, who I think can contribute in, in different ways. And I think it's in my art and just in my, like, me trying to love myself and my family. Of course. I mean, you can only do what you're, like, I would rather you do what you're best at and bring that to the table than try to do something else and be like, this is what I have to do. But then you don't feel like you can give your all to that. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if... If music is how you, because I I felt that in that Get Up song, I was like, this feels like a a revolution song. Like you know, mm. like I would see this in like a Selma type movie on like a scene where they're like all marching on it. Like that's where that I, I, and like that has the same message as you being out in the streets. Like someone walks away with those same ideas. Yeah, it is the month of Black History, so I feel like this is something somebody asked me yesterday. I think so. I want to ask you. You have your first album coming out, right? This is very much, I know, although, you know, you've been working toward this first album, this is very much the beginning, right? Uh, As we, as you go through, like, your career, uh, it blows up, everything like that. What if 50 years from now, we're having another Black History Month, and somebody says, oh, yeah, Corice, what would you want that Black History logline to say? I'd want it to say that, uh, you know, Carice is this sort of honest, courageous artist who tried to give the world, you know, a piece of himself Mm -hmm. uh, in order to benefit not only himself, but the people around him. And I've wanted to say that I've created work of value um, I wanted to say that I also was a support system for other artists in creativity and and messages beyond myself. I don't think what I don't think I have all of the answers or I what I have to say is the complete story. So it's important for me to uplift other artists. I think mm. you know anybody you know you can ask them. You know I'm if they need something from me i'm the first person to get on the line to send an email or send a call for somebody yeah and even even if i don't get that in return i understand that like me not getting that in return doesn't really have anything to do with me nor will it take away from me doing that for somebody else you know what i mean i think it's just healthier for me to do that and so 
This um, is a really long log line, my man. I, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. You went to film school. <laughs> you know log lines. I, I guess I gave the law. I guess I gave the log line and the rest. Well, let me. Well, all right. But I, I, I love that. Now I want you to get cocky. Uh, okay. Now I want you. It. What is a what's a what's a pipe dream right now? Or pie in the sky? Or what's the pie in the sky? Like like you know. 15 years ago, maybe Beyonce's pipe dream was lemonade, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, you were like, yeah, man, I want to fucking be an EGOT winner. Or less ridiculous, but like maybe <laughs> that is what it is. What's that? What's that what cocky thing that win? you want people to be like, <laughs> this nigga was number one at this shit? Uh, wow, okay. I I see myself not only, you know, th- thanks to the friend who, you know, was admonishingly told me, don't forget about the film stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I see myself as sort of creating this musical body of work and, as well as uh, I want to, you know, write shows, I, you know, create vi- video content, whether it be television. I have this idea to, uh, I don't know if I should say it, but like, I guess I should say it. I don't know. It's, it's t- sometimes they say don't share like your dreams specifically. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, don't. Yeah, uh, do, do but there is a, there is a, um, a, a, a film project related to, not a bio or anything like that, but related to Jean-Michel Basquiat that I really want to do, you know, um, and that's the visual piece and the musical piece for as well. Oh. Uh, and so I just, I just you know, I'm, I'm going to be out here touring and, you know, making records and visual shit that, like, you know, you may or may not realize that I'm doing. You know Fuck what I yeah, mean? man. Okay. Love that. I love that. Love that. That's amazing. Let's talk. Let's just talk inspiration real quick. Yeah. Uh, but I want to. I want to do this for every for every two musical artists that you tell me have inspired you or is an inspiration to you. I want you to give me one musical artist that somebody may think inspires you, but you're like, nah, I don't rock with it. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. So two artists that definitely inspired you, but then one that you just like, everyone thinks that this is, I'm copying this person, but fuck that. <laughs> you don't have to be like, fuck that person, but like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't have to be negative toward them, but like, or you can be. I get what, I, I mean. know exactly what you mean. I know yeah. exactly what you mean. No, I, I know what you mean. So two that inspires me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one person I actually know who like while we were talking actually called me and I was just got kind of really excited that he called me at this particular time. But um this artist by the name of Gordon Chambers. Okay. And uh if you do not know who he is, he is an amazing musician himself. He has written songs like uh I Apologize by Anita Baker. Oh wow. Uh Ooh. and If You Love Me, Brownstone, yeah. so so on and so forth. And uh old school this, uh, Yeah, you know, but yeah, very much an influence yeah. and an inspiration and somebody that I happen to know because of, you know, Brooklyn. Yeah. And you, you live in Brooklyn. There's so many of us there and we just kind of connect and, you know, we became cool. And so he's a huge inspiration for me. Uh, I would also say, I think um, Frank Ocean is a, is, a, is a big inspiration for me. You know, I think just future as a whole. As a like whole, they, yeah, of course. They, they really get me together creatively. So I think, it's crazy how young they are, and they've inspired a whole generation. I know, of music right? Already. But that's like, how it should be. Yeah, I mean, there yeah. should be no no age limit or expectation on who yeah. shouldn't should and shouldn't inspire. And then I well, it depends on where I am. But like, if I'm performing for like an older crowd, I always get like a Eric Benet 
Um, people always want to sort of throw me in that like neo soul box. Yeah. And and on one end, I get it. I, I nah, do. you ain't got. You can be I, real. You can be real. Uh, no, it's just like, You're like I get I ain't it. that nigga. Uh, I, <laughs> no, I, mean, I feel like you know. Obviously, I'm a singer, right? But like I like in my heart, I'm way more hip hop. Yeah, yeah I felt soul, that. I you know felt what I mean? that. I definitely okay, you, did you feel. felt that? Yeah. Because it sounded like you were, song. yeah, in that second song, it sounded like you were singing and rapping. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, you know, I'm, 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 I think I'm much more hip hop. You know, my, my mom played Tupac in my house mm-hmm. growing up. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so, um, so. I you were going to say your mom played Tupac in the All Eyes on Me movie. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's pretty impressive. <laughs> yes. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> That would be funny. <laughs> I would love her for that. I still love you. Uh, yeah, that one. Is, and and even though I I do get inspiration for him from him, but I think like we're just like too kind of close to. I think for me to even be like him is like Childish Gambino. Mm. Like people are just like you give me Childish Gambino vibes, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. and even like I guess more so like visually aesthetically even than right. like the music stuff before yeah. you, they even hear anything and because i think musically we're very different right yeah, yeah i was yeah, gonna I say, say even though he's on, yeah even if he's on this like funk soul kick right now yeah i don't hear a lot of similarities but i can see the sim i can see the visual similarity. the visual yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean i have a hat on today but like you know you got the gambino hair I know I have the Carice hair. Got the Carice. <laughs> <laughs> <See? laughs> this is what we've been wanting. Like, yeah, no, nah, nigga, I got the Carice hair. Fuck that nigga Gambino. Uh, Do you have a hairline though? Because he, have you all seen him? He doesn't have a hairline anymore. He doesn't have a hairline. Wait no. a minute, he cut it. <laughs> well, no, God he's, he's his hair. Him? Yeah, his his hair. God, that's right. God <laughs> cut God it up. Because he has a blonde. <laughs> he has a blonde beard and no yeah, hairline. I saw that. Yeah. That's very funny. Man, where you get your hair cut, God? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carice, you got funny. this album coming out. For where sure. can people find it? Where can people find you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how can people support this shit that you got rocking right now? Uh, support me by booking me uh, first and <laughs> like foremost. Uh, <laughs> you know, getting, uh, having me, you know, my my music on your your ish because I think it's more than just like streaming these days. You know what yeah, I mean? Definitely, uh, that's important. I want you to listen to it. I want you to enjoy it. Take it in. Can I say something? Yes. Can I say something real quick? Because I feel like this is something that we should, as a show on this network, be able to take more advantage of the fact that we are iHeartRadio show now. Facts. That's facts. Uh, that's and facts. I live right down the street from the iHeartRadio theater, and it is a music fucking network that bought a podcast company. Yep. Uh, somebody in our network should be listening to shit like this yes. and hear this and yeah. be like, we need to foster these type of artists and bring these people in. It, it should be, and you know, whoever's listening to this, it should be no fucking reason why that's not something that can be easily uh, put in a lane because we are on this multi-billion dollar fucking music network with this podcast and bringing on dope-ass musical guests like you. So, Jaquise, why are you making Carice sign a contract right now? <laughs> <laughs> so, right, so sign your name right here, and if you need a manager, I got you. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, man, play, when you say... Play the like, tracks first. Yeah, play the... But when you say, yo, book me, I fucking love that because everybody always starts with where to find me. But, nah, man, you want... You, you want to be able to be found? 
hit them stages. I want sustainability. You know, I want to be out here, you know, not only just making the money, but I want to be in as many people's ears and faces as possible because, you know, I, I, it's not just me that worked on this. You know, there's so many other artists that are part of my network of creating. And so I think it's important to note cor.ece is, is my name and how it's spelled. Uh, and so when you find me, that's how you have to spell it, C-O-R dot E-C-E. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I guess someday that'll be me sort of telling a story of my name and why the sort of period is there. Um, but uh, I, I didn't want to use my last name because, like, Carice Smith, the, like, filmmaker, was just, like, too too out there in some other space. And okay. so Carice alone, without the period, was just a uh, not easy to find either on the web because it just seems like a random collection of letters and so um so the dot is like a definitive way only that's like, the only carice you're gonna see out like there with all right, i like see. that is that yeah. also how people can find you on social yeah yep social at cor.ece find me on instagram twitter facebook everything and then carice.net um without the period because you know the yeah Worldwide. That would fuck up the website. World Wide Web. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I keep trying to put corees.co.east.net and it won't go nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And to double down on what Jaquise is saying, like, you know, uh, I think Jaquise and I definitely at one point were like, this podcast used to be, or it still is in some ways, Jaquise and I making fun of social media, but we also realized that we're on this space, even when it was at How Stuff Works, where we can put on artists of color, mostly black artists, and elevate them and it's like yo there are corporate people that are listening to this and we know y'all are listening we know y'all spying on us so like you know <laughs> use that like we're, we're showing y'all these people like we they, i mean of course Keith and i are always on but we have brought in so many talented people and carice you are you know very high on that list of one of the talented people that we brought on and of course mm-hmm. we want to spotlight those people so that people can fucking enjoy their work that's yeah. all an artist wants is for someone to enjoy their work they just need help with resources to make sure a maximum amount of people can enjoy their work yeah absolutely exactly man exactly you may have said this but just one more time name an album and it doesn't have a release date or anything like that the single belong is out now and um, out now. Yeah. anywhere spotify anywhere come on man i it's mean anywhere. you know you know you gotta make come to show. my garage no man I, I i i don't think i would have the success if i you know i wasn't out there sort of doing all these things reaching out to everybody so belong yeah. is out there uh by carice r.ece and um, the video for that is coming out soon. And so, you know, I think I to be sort of transparent about the process as an indie artist, you know, I'm sort of testing the waters and when to release the album. Yeah. It's my first album, and yeah. I'm doing it sort of with my limited budget and my limited sort of scope. And uh, so it's just, it'll be fun to figure out when. But I do also, on um, London's Defected Records, I have a couple features coming out um, okay. with that, uh, with this, this band called... Um, Sam and Dave, uh, and so that that's a really exciting thing that's coming out too. Heck yeah, heck yeah! Anything oh. to do that you can, you know, signal blast your work and stuff like that. One hundred percent. Well, thank you so much for being on. This was amazing. I mean, started off with some great strong tunes, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. keep it up with some great conversation. Jaquise, do you have anything you want to say? This episode is going to come out. What what's today? Wednesday. Today is Wednesday, so I think this will come out Friday. Friday. Uh, let's give people a deep cut for the weekend. Do you have a song that you didn't perform today that you would want people to hear uh, that we can roll out the episode to? If not, don't sweat it. 
Yeah, you know, yeah. I I would like people to listen to Belong. Uh, the, okay. the actual version that's out, you know Sweet. what I mean? Then we'll rock um, out with that. Well, yes. we'll make that our deep cut. We'll then. make that deep cut of the week. The in-studio version of Belong. is yours, because I did that here and nowhere else. Oh, right. uh, thank you for that yeah. gift. <laughs> Love it. The in-studio version of Belong you heard live on the pod, but the recorded version of Belong you're going to hear right now. Before we get to that, at Edgar on Twitter, Awfulgram on Instagram. At Jaquise Neal on all social media. Guys, right now, there is a flash February sale on T Public for whatever Culture King product you want. I think Hop it ended yesterday. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, you are correct. It is going on right now, but by the time they hear it, it would have been, been ended. <laughs> That's why yeah. that guy emailed us and said, Can you please tweet this today? And I said, Totally, dude. And I didn't. I didn't either. Uh, which is why they don't fucking listen to our show but for the rest uh yeah those people <laughs> niggas are like yo fuck them bro they don't ever listen to the show and all they do is request free shirts uh, <laughs> but um it's true bro i gave my whole family a shirt i said come on get these free shirts uh, um but um please go ahead and hop on t public and buy our merch uh we got some amazing designs on there uh fuck with them all and fuck then them all. you know the more you fuck with them the more designs we can make so yeah. we can end up making more designs and stuff like that. I got a couple ideas in the brain. Yeah, we have like these great quotes. Tell us some quotes you'd like to see from a shirt. Right, it's up on Twitter. We love interacting with you guys. But besides that, we'll see you until next time. We like you. We love you. Bye bye. Baby, don't wag wag you. Don't see me. Baby, don't wag wag you. Don't see me. I know you do. Yeah. I know you do. Yeah. No. I ain't gon' act like that, I ain't gon' be right that, no I'll tell you one more time, I don't belong in this world I don't belong in this world, I don't belong in this world No, 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 no I don't belong in this world. No, I don't belong in this world. I'm trying to find out if you really got time to be right here telling me shit like this. I know you don't. Stop acting like you do now. Yeah, I ain't gonna be here for too long. I'm grown, you know. I got the whole damn song, so don't act like I'm taking too long, yeah, cause I know I won't, yeah, what you gonna do, oh, you, you ain't gonna do nothing, yeah, I know you really want to though, come on, jump on in, yeah, if you feeling buck, I'll get it up, yeah. You don't really want to after all. I don't belong in this world. I don't belong in this world. I don't belong in this world. No, 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 no. No, I don't belong in this world. I don't belong in this world. No, I don't belong in this world.